Hello, folks, and welcome to the uh, Footy Above the 49th podcast. Here we have your hosts. My name is Jack. Boys? Matthias? Eric? And, well, we're your, uh, we're your uh, friendly neighborhood football fans from split across the sea, but we're all Canadian at heart, so, you know... Um, you know, it's it was a bit difficult growing up, you know, being in a hockey surrounded school, chatting football, so now we can finally do that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um yeah. So um yeah, welcome. Uh we should probably get our biases out of the way. Uh obviously, um we're all Canadian, but I support England and also United as well, too, Manchester United. Uh, Matthias, would you like to say yours? Uh yeah. Um, obviously, live in Canada, have lived in Canada my whole life, but family background is uh, German through and through, no matter what Jack wants to say, that I'm part Swedish, because I'm not, and I'm not Polish either. Anyways, don't have anything against those two countries, but German blood through and through, and so yeah, support Germany, obviously, in the football world, because they're a little more exciting to watch than Canada. Um, and club team is Schalke Nolfia, um, because my dad grew up in Bottrop in Germany, so, yeah, they're relegated now, so that's great. But yeah, that's where I'm coming from. Eric, I'm how are you? as well. Um, I am quite the fan of Paulo Dybala, so that kind of puts me in the, in the Juve supporter group. But I also, also have a real affection for, for Darmstadt. As well as um, Newcastle. <laughs> Eric's finding his way when it comes to football. Mm. He he's pretty. I have no. He's not. I have no diehard allegiances. Matthias and I were both raised on football, so we you know we inherited our our uh, our clubs from our parents. Whereas Eric's 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 finding his feet. So I offer the much we, more uh, objective view. Yeah, yeah. Eric's a lot more of the yes. the unbiased view if you want to go for him. So, yeah. Um, okay, so shall we, shall we move <laughs> wow, on to our first topic, boys? Let's get into it. Um, we should probably get... Yeah, we can, uh, we, should pro- we can get into it, sure. We should probably get this out of the way. Um, Christian Eriksen, uh, the other mm-hmm. day, um, as, as we're recording this, uh, yesterday Christian Eriksen collapsed. Uh, in the middle of the Denmark Finland game, uh, obviously all of us, yeah. all of us at the podcast, want to pass on our, you know, our well-being, our our, our wish for well-being to Christian Eriksson and his family. Tough time, uh, crazy incident. I, I can't believe that. Hope he's doing okay. Yeah. Um, I heard he's. I heard he's doing okay. I heard he's doing better. So, you know, obviously. Yeah, it's a pretty scary yeah. incident. Get better. A pretty scary incident. Um. You know, it's not something you see every day in football and something, you know, we wish never happened, but we just give our best wishes to him and his family and his team and hope he, he pulls, continues to improve and pull through this. Yeah. Yeah. That was crazy. That was really, really crazy. Like, he just, like, do you guys know the details? Because I don't really. I don't, I don't necessarily know why he collapsed. I'm not sure if, you know, 
the public knows at this point. Um, I know he, you know, I, I know he's doing okay. Like he's better. He's responsive. So, you know, that's all we can really ask for this time. And hopefully within the coming yeah. days, we'll figure out what actually happened to him. Yeah. So I, I did yeah. listen to a, a doctor's report after yeah. the game and he said he wasn't allowed to, to say that much, but he said that Christian Erickson, he did pass out on the field and then when he fell down, and then when the team, the, the medical staff got to him, they checked his vitals and he was breathing and he had a pulse. But then shortly after that changed, and so he, he stopped breathing and lost his pulse, so they had to give him CPR. But um, he, he responded that, to that well, and they, they took him off to the hospital, and he was actually able to, to become responsive, and he... He got in a, a voice call with his team and told them to finish the game. So, um, props to them for for that's crazy for yeah. finishing the game with with such a probably very emotional um, thing that happened. You know, because he's a it's quite the figure for Denmark and yeah. um, very important part of their team. So, yeah, just just all our best wishes to him and his family and his team. Yeah. 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 Christian, get well soon, man. Um, so next topic. Um boys, it's the Euros. It's the Euros. The Euros have started. They've kicked off. Uh, yes. How are we feeling? Finally. It's it's been so long since international football. It's just so refreshing. I feel like I haven't seen Germany play in forever. And <laughs> the last time they did was against South Korea, so oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that was a good match. <laughs> oh yeah, great yeah. one. Um, yeah, I, I. No, I'm really. It's good. Really excited, like, I. Uh, yeah, it's just great to have international football back. You know, everyone thinks that Germany's an underdog, which they kind of are in a way, especially in their group of death with France and Portugal. But I hope they prove everyone wrong this Tuesday, by crushing France. <laughs> even though I have a lot of doubts in my mind um, about it. But I think I think Germany will play good. <laughs> That's hope. all you can hope for. I think the issue with that France team is that there's too many stars, and I, I, I can't see them working super well together. I mean, you have, you have like Antoine Griezmann, you have Mbappe... You have Karim Benzema, like that's that's such a star-studded Olivier. front line. Um, I'll just be interested to see what the dynamic is between them, and how how well they work together, or if they're all just on a hunt for individual glory. Well, I mean, I mean, they did it pretty good in twenty eighteen. So yeah, uh, you know, they did have decent. I mean, yeah, they did, but yeah. um, we'll see. I think there's a lot of other teams that that have a chance as well. France, have I think, I think it by no means got this. In I the think bag. Italy. Could... No, no, no. It's going to be a tough Euros this year, and I, I you know, I, I hope we can do a prediction at some point. But man, you, the, mm-hmm. it, it's it's doing a prediction for the Euros this year is going to be impossible. It's maybe more predictable. It's it's maybe easier to predict the World Cup than it is to predict the Euros. 
Yeah, it, in a way that's weirdly true, I feel like. There's a, the Euros are strange. Like, often there's, like, strange teams that win it and do really well. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah. I mean, you had Greece in the early 2000s, and then you had Portugal last year. Although they were a good squad, yep. I don't think anybody was actually expecting them to win the whole competition. So, you no. know, props to them. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, what do we think of it so far? I mean, uh, this is we're just recording this after England won one nil against Croatia. So, uh, a little bit of you know uh, <laughs> payback from the 2018 World Cup there. Yeah, yeah. I'm happy about that. Yeah. I mean, we've gotten our payback since at the Nations League as well, if you count that as a real competition. So, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's barely one, but yeah. Um, no, I'm happy. I'm happy. Uh, from when I watched the game, England played, you know, pretty well. Pretty well. Um, at the World Cup, I think one of our bigger issues was being too reliant on, like, uh, like set pieces. So basically, we'd have to get you know big Harry Maguire in to score a header for us, or or Trippier off a free kick or Fumbling something like that. Fumbling Harry Maguire. Ah, <laughs> uh, come on. He's actually okay. One thing I want to say. One thing I want to say. I'd say he's probably one of the most overhated men currently in football. Yes, I would agree. I think that. he's had a good. Sure. I think he's had a quite a. United haven't looked as good without him. So right. you know. And he's played so yeah, many games. I mean, mistakes so. are always easier to see than, like, the good things. Especially in a defender. I still like to laugh at him. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, um, I thought the opening ceremony was pretty pretty cool. Um, Andrea Pocelli singing <laughs> yeah. Dorma. Yes. Love it. Classic. Love it. Um, Legend. Yeah. And Italy? Italy? And Italy winning three 0 too. I'm happy. Yeah, about that. that was that was good. I mean. Yeah, I mean. Um, it didn't surprise me at all, but I I think that Italy have a have a really good team, and I would not be at all surprised if they went all the way. I mean, I'm I'm just saying that now. Really? They've only played one game, so who knows? But I I feel like they they have a lot a, a strong team. Um, they'll definitely come out top of their group. And I, I think we can expect some pretty great things from them this Euro. Yeah, no, I fully agree with you. I think Italy's been pretty, pretty over the last couple of months since they brought in Mancini, they've been fantastic. Um, for our viewers, yeah. for our viewers, uh, I'll say I have quite an Italian bias as well. I'm part Italian, so I like to keep my eye on them. But the, uh, um, yeah, but I'll say as as, as a side side. Italian supporter, they've been fantastic. And honestly, like, um, I don't know if they're strong enough to make it all the way. Um, you've really, like, Portugal's going to be there. Um, I, I, I assume my, you know, I'm, I, I think that Portugal might make it out of that group, the, the Germany, France, Hungary group. Um, they've got a, a, just on paper, I mean, you know, paper doesn't always translate to actual playing super great, but um, they've got a good squad, uh, you know, and I think whatever holes they had last Euros, the one they won, they've patched up with even better players. So they're 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 e even yeah. better than yeah. they were last yeah. Euros. And so, um, 
Yeah. Just just like looking at the stats, I think they haven't lost. Like Italy hasn't lost a game since September of 2018. Yeah. So that's that's a pretty good, I, pretty good record. Um, and I think a lot yeah. of people kind of forget forget that. And um, obviously, like you have a lot of the favorites in Group F, like the the group of death. Um, but I think I think Italy I think will do very well in this tournament. Yeah, I would say probably my my second group of death is probably the Italy group. Um, not so much. I'd say I I, I think Italy's going to get out of the group, but I think in that group you've got um, you've got Italy, you've got uh, Wales, Turkey, you've got Wales, and Switzerland, and you've got Switzerland. Yeah. So yeah, no, those are all pretty good teams. Like I, Switzerland has some good players. Yeah. Like, I mean, Briel Embolo. Played really well against Wales. Or Schalke, man. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, I, I think, I I don't see Wales getting out of the group, to be honest with you. Um, I, yeah. I, I just, I, you know, I, I don't think they're as good as they were last time around. You know, obviously, I mean, no. things can always happen, and we're only recording this one game into the Euros. So, um it, so you know things change, but I don't know. They just don't look as strong as they were, and I would say the players that were their stronger players aren't as high caliber as they was as they were, you know, mm-hmm. last last time around. So, um, what about what about Group E? That's kind of an interesting one. I feel like who's in Group E? Remind me. Uh, who's in that Poland, group? Slovakia, Spain, and Sweden. I don't oh. know. Ooh, yeah. Okay. I think it depends how Poland and Sweden show up. I think Sweden will probably make it through. Um, I I'm always, I uh, you know I'm fully I'm fully willing to eat my words, but uh, I think Poland 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 always disappoint me a little bit when it comes to tournaments. Yeah. Um, they haven't done the best recently. Yeah, like at the last World Cup, they were quite disappointing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. You know, I'm I, Lewandowski. You know, total legend. Um, but yeah. it, having him to pull the whole entire team through, you know, yeah, it, they've got they've not... got quality players. Don't get me wrong. It's just the actual, you know, getting things done and beating teams. They they always seem to struggle with. So yeah, 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 for sure. I don't know. We'll have to see on that. Yeah. Um, what do you guys think of the Netherlands this year? Oh man, I, I wish they look good. I wish there was the center back pairing of of De Ligt and Van Dijk. Mm. I really wish that happened, but yeah, that would have been something to see. I think I think Memphis Depay is going to have a good good competition. Um. I think uh, he's looked great, honestly. And, you know, if he gets that move to Barcelona, that'll be good for him. But the, uh, um, yeah, I think Van Dijk's a big miss for them. And I think the whole managerial shakeup they had beforehand is kind of a detriment to them. Mm -hmm. Uh, Koeman was doing really great for them, and now he's gone to Barca. So, um, you know, I I think uh, 
Frank DeBoer is their current manager. Someone who, as far as I've seen, doesn't really have the best track record. I know he went to the MLS for a bit, yeah. um, but uh, I don't know how well he did with Atlanta United. But he, uh, his, he's not, I wouldn't say he's like a fantastic quality, but, you know, with international football, it's usually the lower managers that, you know, tend to shock people. So by how well they do. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I could see them going decent ways. Um, I'm not sure what their group looks like. Do any of you guys have that? Oh, um, um, I'm not sure. Yeah. Their group is... They got Austria and North Macedonia and Ukraine, so they should be fine. I think they should be okay. But that group has also looked pretty dangerous, to be fair. Um... Yeah, I guess so. I, Austria and Ukraine. I'm gonna say Ukraine's probably gonna get through. Um, I like I like the look of this Ukraine team, to be honest. Uh, I've been following yeah. them a little bit. They they look good. Shevchenko's done a great job with them, to be fair to him. Usually, I find attackers. That's awesome. Yeah. I hope Ukraine gets yeah. through. Yeah, yeah. That'd, that'd be awesome. I mean, attackers usually have a hard time transitioning to managers, so it'd be nice to see Shevchenko, you know, have some success have some success with this country. Um, you know, just make out of their group. I hope they humiliate Russia. <laughs> yeah. Didn't they uh didn't they top the qualifying group ahead of Portugal, I believe? For the Euros? As far as I recall that that was the case of how they qualified for the Euros. So, you know, really? they they can really they can really grind one out. They've got a couple good players too. They've got Yarmolenko, uh, Zinchenko as well, so you know, uh, mm -hmm. Just say, you know, watch the space because honestly, they could surprise a couple people, to be honest. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, any more thoughts? Any more awesome. thoughts about the Euros? Eric, you got any more to say about the Euros? Well, what do you, what do you boys think? Who do you think is going to be the hottest player of this this Euro um, tournament? Ooh. Really That's hard to really say difficult when we're, to say we're not at very the beginning, far into like, it at all. You also have to guess, like, the team. I think, like, someone like Mbappe will probably show up. Because um, he's on such a good team as well. So, the thing, like, you can say Lewandowski, but, like, Portugal, I mean, Poland, really. Maybe, like, Immobile. I don't know if yeah, he gets I going. Yeah, I can see that. That'd be cool. Um, or Insigne. But who I'm really... I'm really um, looking forward to see play is Romelu Lukaku. I think that, I mean, he's already scored was it, two goals already. Um, I mean, that's not, that's yeah. not a predictor for the whole tournament per se, but I think, I think he's, I think he'll have a, a good, a good Euro, but we'll, we'll just have to wait and see for that. Yeah. Yeah. No, Lukaku, yeah. Lukaku, when it comes to national team playing for Belgium, He's crazy. Like, yeah. he's, he's so good yeah. when it comes to playing for Belgium. Yeah. He, he's, he's their yeah. record ever goal scorer in, what, I think he's 25, 26? So. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's really good. And, like, two more goals, so he just keeps yeah. adding on. So, you know, and, and the talent they have around yeah, them. he's a De Bruyne, beast. De Bruyne, Hazard, uh, you know, yeah. Mertens. I, like, which yeah, Hazard? Both. Both, actually. Which hazard? Yeah. Both? Is Eden... Did Eden play with um, 
against he must have right uh did he play against in the in their game um i don't know i didn't check the lineups i think yeah, I think he okay. might have actually assisted. I know Torgan played. Goals. I'm not sure though. Don't quote me on it. I'm pretty sure okay. he played. Was it Torgan or Eden? Because Tisa, you said. I think. I think. It I was, think Torgan, man. I think it was Eden, but I'm not sure. Not sure. I'd... Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm um, just looking at it now. Uh, Lukaku scored two goals. Munier got one more goal. Let me just check the lineups. Um, yeah, uh, Carrasco played. Torgan Hazard played. It looks like... Oh, yeah, Eden, Eden got subbed on later on. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, okay. So, uh, do you guys any more to say about the Euros, or should we move on to our next topic? Let's, let's move on to our next topic. Yeah. Yeah. So next we're going to be talking about transfers. We got... Now, there's going to be two parts to this. Two parts to this. Um, we've got the obvious player transfers. Um, but also, we've got manager transfers. Because it honestly feels like managers have been on the move more. And it's been more, you know... Uh, I guess it's been a lot crazier yeah. when it comes to managers this, this up-and-coming season than it probably has in a while yeah yeah so yeah so uh big transfers let's get some of the big transfers out of the way united uh according to fabrizio romano always reliable he says that uh united have agreed uh united have agreed terms with sancho which is already you know i i think they did last summer too so yeah. you know yeah. it's whatever but um so, but I could I see the move yeah. happening a lot more this summer, potentially, because I think United will want to get the fans back on the side. So, and that's definitely one way of doing it. So, yeah, and I think, um, I don't think they've actually started negotiations with Dortmund, as far as I know, yet, but I'm, yeah, I, Sancho's definitely agreed to like the personal terms, and um, I, I I'm pretty sure that this will go through. This deal's gonna yeah. go through. No, I think it's gonna happen. What it's um, Sancho, where's he from? Uh, he's from South London. Yeah. No, I as far as I know, he grew up as a Chelsea supporter, and then he. Played in the Watford yeah. Academy, and then he went to the Man City Academy, and then from the City Academy he went to Dortmund. So. Yeah. 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 No, I mean yeah. he'd be coming back to England. I I think one way or another he's going to come back to England. Although I could see it being United. You think? You think it's going to happen like this off season? Potentially, yeah. Probably after either. It. It depends how early England go out, but the. It's gonna, it, it's gonna happen. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure of it. Uh, it, yeah. it, it might even be a situation like Bruno Fernandez, yeah. where it looks like United are about to scupper the deal, and then finally they get it together and actually <laughs> just get the deal done. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. What about some of the other big moves? Um, 
Wijnaldum? Um, yeah. Yeah, well, Wijnaldum's at... How do we feel about that? Right? That's yeah, it's that confirmed? confirmed. Yeah. It's confirmed. Well, I guess, yeah, everyone... I mean... Uh, he was. He had, like, a good. verbal agreement with, with Barcelona. Um, but because he's a he's a free agent, he was able just to, to break that off, I guess, and, um, and go to PSG. Um, obviously, I think Barcelona... Are struggling a bit financially. Um, yeah, so definitely. I think they, they just couldn't supply the, they couldn't match PSG's wages, and I, I don't know if that was the ultimate deciding factor for Wijnaldum, but um, that probably paid, played some role in the decision to to go to PSG. Yeah, I think PSG. <laughs> I think he'll be a. Good asset for sure. PSG. For yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I think he. Yeah, I don't know. He he's a good player. He's a good player. Um, he's definitely. I would. I don't know where he ranks for the PSG midfielders, per se. Um, obviously. Uh, well, who do we have in PSG? Like who's 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 like PSG's like? Well, they've got Verratti. They've got. Uh, mm-hmm. What are we looking at? Uh, they've got Paredes. Who they're talking about maybe going to Inter, but I, that that rumor's been going on forever. Paredes, before he went to <laughs> PSG, they were talking about him going to Inter anyways. So, um, the hmm. oh man, they they have yes, Draxler, Draxler, yeah. um, <laughs> on the bench, warming the bench. Yeah. Um, who else do they have? They've got the guy from Porto. Uh, can't remember his name. I cannot remember his name. I think it's Pereira, maybe. I don't know. Oh, they also have um Tiago's brother, uh, Rafinha, as well. Um, right. Right. Oh. Well, I think there's room for one. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And he, he's definitely a good bit of quality. Um, yeah, I, I Liverpool. Think he's, he's very consistent. Mm. Um, Liverpool will have to look to to replace him though. Yeah, I was looking at like maybe someone like I just saw like a rumor about Liverpool looking at. This is totally just a random rumor though. Florian Neuhaus from Mönchengladbach. I don't know if he's really a viable replacement. I think he is. I, I think I think he's the business. I, I really like the look of him. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's a great player. Honestly, I I he he. Okay. Not a squad player. He's definitely not a squad player, but I think he could be yeah. like a fringe player and then eventually grow into becoming a bigger part of the team. But he's got the potential to yeah. be to be quite a good player. Yeah. Eric, your thoughts on the the Wijnaldum deal? Do you think it's a good deal for for Liverpool and PSG? Um, I think I think it's it's definitely good for PSG. I mean, I think Wijnaldum's a good addition to the team honestly um I, I don't know what the the transfer uh the, the fee did he leave on a free yeah he did yeah so um obviously that's not that's not the best for for liverpool um mm. but i mean i think liverpool adapt they're kind of 
going through a through a weird phase, I guess, just coming off that high of winning the league in the Champions League before that. So, um, yeah, they're just going to have to rebuild. And, uh, yeah, they'll straighten it out. They'll straighten it out and find a way to work around that. Yeah. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be interesting to see how Liverpool go about it because he's been quite a big part of the team for a while. Yeah. He... I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't say he's yeah. integral to the Liverpool system, but he's been such a big cog in the piece for the last four or five years. Oh, he's, he's played, like, so many minutes since coming on with them. Yeah. No, he's been invaluable for them. He's been a great servant. I don't know whether you'd say he's a club legend, but I'd say the things he's been involved with would maybe put him in contention. I think he's been amazing to be considered a club legend, but, you know... For the no. for the for the moments he's contributed to in the last five years of Liverpool Football Club, oh man, yeah, like the you know, uh, with like the comeback against Liverpool and all of that. Uh, sorry, against Barcelona, he's been just you know he's been outstanding for them in those yeah. moments. Yeah. Um, Aguero, Aguero, what do we make of the Aguero deal? Honestly, I think it's stupid. honestly I find it a little strange. I think it's kind of dumb as well like Barcelona were coming off this signing spree of like Anton Griezmann and stuff all these like big name players that they can't pay actually for but yet they've signed them they've come to the club and kind of just not performed as they should have and now they're kind of doing the same thing, like, they're signing a older player just coming who's, off yes, been injury. very good for City in the past, but just coming off of injury, and it's, like, that's not how you rebuild a like, team. He won't have a, all. I mean, even if he plays for Barcelona, he'll do all right. I mean, I don't think he'll, he'll be an absolute waste of money, but, like, you know, he's going to retire. How old is he? He's, like... 30, 33. 33. I mean, he's definitely got some years left, but he's not the same Aguero that we, we saw with Man City, just scoring goal after goal after goal. And I don't know how long he's going to last, you know? Um, and so I think I don't I don't know why Barcelona aren't didn't put that money into like a younger player who's, who's exciting and... Has a future, um, so I, I honestly I just think it's not a very smart move, just to to waste money on on a guy who's who's gonna be gonna be on the bench or retiring in the next few years. Yeah, I think there's some smarter decisions they could have probably brought in for striker, maybe somebody a bit younger. You know, just even if it's, it doesn't have to be top quality, but just somebody. I mean, not like obviously somebody better than like Braithwaite or something like that, but um, you know, I mean, I, if they, I've seen like it's been all over football Instagram, football Twitter, the fact that Liverpool, uh, sorry, not Liverpool, Barcelona sold off Suarez, a thirty-three-year-old striker, for being too old, and then they bring yeah. in Aguero, a thirty-three-year-old striker, to score their goals. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> Little yeah. weird. Um, I think 
I think Aguero could, you know, nick a couple. We'll see. I think he could. He won't be useless for them, else. but he won't be the star that he was by any stretch no. of the imagination. But I don't think they they need him to be though. Really. Like, Honestly, I don't think they. I don't, they, I don't, I don't even think know they're expecting him to be. Need. They're just. I don't know. I just feel bad for Messi, honestly. I don't either. Well, I think they just need—they need to be smart. They need to be smart because the Barcelona of old was smart. Yeah, they're just really inconsistent. Yeah. I feel like coaching-wise as well. I don't really know about Coman that much. I mean, he's had bright spots with the team, for sure. Like where they played really well, but then other times they're just so inconsistent, and they just—they lose points too bad teams in La Liga and they're they're strange strange team like sometimes when their attack is going sort of thing and like those younger players like Dembele and and even if Griezmann and and like Messi um, De Jong and stuff are just like they're clicking or like Pedri they look good but then it just sort of crumbles the next game so it's weird well like Messi I think Messi needs to be kept at all costs. Like, it doesn't matter what it is. Yeah, I mean, without him, they're pretty that team screwed. does not like, look that... He drives so yeah. much of the offense. He doesn't just a, score their goals. Like, he just drives so much of the play. No, he, he does everything for them. And, and he, he is Mr. Yeah. Barcelona at this point. Honestly, yeah. like... Yeah. It, if they weren't in the financial state they were in, and the club wasn't a shambles as it is right now, Messi would. There would be no question whether Messi was staying or not. He would be retiring at yeah. Barcelona, and he and no, to sure. be honest, you know, while we would like to see him play somewhere else, if he needs to retire at Barcelona. Yeah, it it'd be kind of weird. Like he he is, he everything about him is Barcelona. Like. I can't. It just it would be strange to see him play yeah, in another. Yeah, it club. would. It would be yeah. wrong. Uh, the only club I could, I'd be okay with him playing. Like, I don't even want him to play for United. I don't want him to play for anybody else. Maybe, maybe go back to Newell's old boys in Argentina, but that's it. That's I. I don't want to. I don't want to see him in the MLS. Right. I yeah. don't want to see him. Uh, you know no. the fantasy. I think the fantasy part of all of us wants to see him in England playing for City. You know, but. It, the, it's not Messi's style. I don't want to see him playing for City. I don't want to see him playing in England. Like, it's... Yeah. No. I mean, Messi, to be fair, Messi has proved himself against English teams in the Champions League every year. He always does it against yeah. English teams. Always. Yeah. So, the, yeah. like, he, the, the man has nothing left to prove. And he's done all yeah. that he can for all of the teams he's played for. The yeah. for Argentina, like he, just, he almost single handedly dragged them to a World Cup. I don't think that get. I don't think that's yeah. that's highlighted enough. To be honest with you, like in yeah, twenty fourteen, yeah, yeah. you mean? No, yeah. and they were so. I know that. Like, I, they they were they, and that final was tight. Like, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I would love to. I would love for him to win. Uh, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of Argentina, but I would love to see him win. You know, the thing is, the man has four Champions League medals. He's got all of these things under his belt. Mm-hmm. It 
what he he has yeah. nothing left to prove to anybody. No, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, what does what does he? I, I know. I'm sure he. I'm sure he'll definitely want to go. He'll definitely want to win a fifth before he retires. But I mean, he—that's he, yeah. not to say he's near retiring. I mean, he's got—he's still got loads of time left. It's just, you know, I don't—I don't know why we keep putting expectations on this man because he just blows them away. Yeah. Yeah, it's—it's it's funny. It's like, oh, Messi hasn't performed in a while. It's like, you know how difficult it is to win one Champions League trophy yeah. in your career, and he's won four. So yeah, like. Yeah. And most Sure, it hasn't happened in a little while, but Yeah. I mean, most of the records that Ronaldo has set, you know, Ronaldo's 2 years older than Messi. So, you know, once Ronaldo retires, I I I could see Messi breaking a couple of those records. Yeah, I could yeah. see. That. I don't know if he'll break that Champions League goal, but the like the fact that like this <laughs> This man is just out of the world. Like, he is just, like, I mean, what can be said about him, you know? It, like, we... I know. It, it, he's crazy. Like, when... That's why I watch Barcelona plays, because he's... I'd say that's why 90% of people, 90% of non-Spanish Barcelona fans watch Barcelona. Yeah. Yeah. He's just that... He's, he, he's special. Well, he's special. He... Yeah. He finished out La Liga this year with 30 goals. Yeah. Like, everyone was raving about Suarez. Yeah, Suarez played, had a great season. Suarez got 21 yeah. goals. So, it's like... And yeah. when he's not scoring, he's he's assisting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how many assists did he get this season? Um, yeah. Like... Well, actually, this he only has nine assists this season, but the top top player who has the most assists has 13. So, so he's not that far off. Uh, yeah. Last season, he got he got 20 he's goals and 20 off. assists. Yeah, mad. exactly. It's mad. So, let's, let's so. quickly... We've got two more topics left. Let's quickly cover managers. Managers. How do we feel about Mourinho? The Mourinho, Mourinho to Roma, uh, Serie A as a whole, has just been a merry-go-round when it comes to uh, to, to new managers. Now, then there's the, the Conte connection with Tottenham. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't think that's right. No, it looks, like Fon- it looks like Fonseca's going to go there. I mean, Tottenham's kind of becoming a little bit of a joke. In a way, I'm worried about that, like. to be honest. Like, I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of Tottenham, obviously. But, like... The, it, you know, it's very strange. That Fonseca, like, I, I don't, I, I rate him somewhat, but I don't think he's, because the fact is, I saw a stat basically showing that his, his stats last season, uh, compared to Mourinho's season mm-hmm. at Tottenham, were identical. Were identical. They both finished in the same position in the league and everything. Really? It was very strange. So, you know, I don't, there's there's good managers and they need to Conte should be the one they're looking to bring in to be honest doesn't matter about the whole Chelsea connection yeah. it just doesn't matter just do it no yeah he's a yeah, yeah he's a he's proven himself yeah 
And honestly, any manager who could win a trophy at Tottenham, man, they they'd be a legend. Ooh, they just need a trophy of some sort. Yeah. And it, honestly, just need if, even if it's just a cup, like if it's the FA Cup. FA I think Cup's fantastic for them. That that'd be great yeah. for them. I don't think their aim should be anything else but win a trophy if they can. But they're gonna be. We'll have to see what they're like next season because they could, you know, see how it is. Because the Harry Kane, they when they when Gareth Bale left, they were quite yeah. a mess, and the money they spent on players afterwards wasn't fantastic. And the players they ended up getting that turned good for them were academy players. So the fact is, yeah. they need to spend their money right if they sell Harry Kane this summer, or they need to get him a trophy because. He's yeah. too good to not finish his career without a trophy. Yeah, yeah. He, oh, he's he's, he's given he's given yeah. everything he has to Tottenham, and so they need to respect they need to respect. Them. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't think he'll leave if he does leave. Like I don't think he'll leave the club with like people like throwing eggs no. at him. But maybe I'm wrong. I don't know that Tottenham they fans can. really. They po- they ca- they can't possibly. They don't have really a right to do no. that because. And I I don't I honestly all the Tottenham fans I've been seeing online have said yeah uh, let him go he's he's done far too much for this club, so, you know. I I I wouldn't want to be in their shoes yeah. this summer and the European uh, was it the Europa Conference League or something. It it's uh, I like the idea of it. Uh, but I think if it was better for like, uh, like more mid-table clubs to get into it, not just like your, I I don't want it to be just like a chase between like Tottenham and Arsenal, who gets into it every year. You know, I would like to see like Wolves or like Leeds or somebody push for a cup like that, because in reality, the mixture of clubs that's going to go into that cup is just going to, you know, it's going to be that. It it would be nice to see that a pool of those sort of teams, you know, win a cup and then have some success in Europe. I mean, Tottenham. Tottenham could theoretically win that next season if they've got if they pull a squad together. Because yeah. as far as I know from the teams that yeah. have qualified for it, they should be the favorites. To be honest, how about so, Everton? Yeah, I don't think they're in it. They, okay. Okay. Yeah, I think it's just Tottenham. I, I think it's just seventh that gets the place for the Conference League. Um, okay. other managers. How do we feel about um? Sorry. I mean, Nagelsmann. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, sorry. Going to Lazio. Um, what do we think? I think that's a good replacement. I think so. I think sorry is slightly like people give him a lot of flack for some reason. I like. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Like, but we'll see. I guess we'll see how he does yeah. at Lazio. It's it's a, it's not like a huge club, you know. It's not. It it's a. Like. Um, well, I think Inzaghi left them off in a good place before he left to enter. I think they've been building good yeah. and very well in the last couple of years. So I think that he. I, I think it's in a good spot for him, honestly. And I I I could his Napoli team was fantastic. Sorry's Napoli team was just amazing. Yeah. Like they should have and that they were challenging for a trophy in the time when nobody else in Italy could challenge for a trophy. So 
The fact is, yeah. like, if he has the time and the resources to build his team, which I yeah. think I think that's the kind yeah. of manager Sarri is. He needs the time to build his teams to what he wants. So, yeah. you know, it, it, it's it, he's he's one of those bare yeah. rugby managers, if you know what I mean by that. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. But, yeah, Julian Nagelsmann, is that Bayern? Yeah. So, is he... Bayern continue their dominance in the Bundesliga for another, who knows how yeah. long. Yeah, and the issue with Nagelsmann is he's a young manager as well, too. So, you know, I don't know. Yep. I think we're probably past the days of managers staying for a very long time. But if he does, like, man, he's already so good as it is. So the fact is, they're, they're yeah. set. They're set for so long. They're set. They're really set. I think it's actually, like, I think it's a good, a really good deal for them because they've, like, I know there's been some complaints with players and stuff, like Kimmich, like Joshua Kimmich and stuff, saying that, like, Bayern have had so much, so much manager switch up in the past few years that it's just. <laughs> but really it's worked out for fun. them. I mean. But if they lock. It's worked out. Like they, yeah, it's worked out. They've performed for sure, and they won a Champions League last year. But, um, I think if they lock this guy in for a while, like that'll just make yeah. them even better. Yeah. And yeah, it's re- make players want to come there even more. And it's it, yeah, it's ridiculous. They're locked in. They're really, yeah. They're they're so dominant. Like in Germany, obviously, but even in. Like, even in Europe, they are so consistently, decently good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they, they, the thing is with Bayern, like, you know, at least in Syria, it looked like somebody could have cracked the league, and eventually they did. The fact yeah. is, while every yeah. other league was being cracked this season, the Bundesliga wasn't looking like it. It, maybe it was at the beginning, but no. no, I'm, you know, I I can't see what happens there because even historically, oh, it, this isn't just like a recent thing. This is just always in no. the Bundesliga. You get the odd years where somebody else wins. No, Bayern have, they've won so like, they've won so many t- Well, the second, second most winner like, is, uh, second team who's won the most Bundesligas, I think, is Dortmund, and they've won, like, what, nine? Compared to, like, Bayern's th- 30 billion? It's... They've... Bayern have won 27 Bundesliga titles, 18 DFB Pokal Cups, and five UEFA Champions Leagues. Six. Trophies. Uh, six. Six? Yeah. No? Six, yeah. Six, right. Yeah. That's quite That's the record. Not. So, yeah. It's pretty crazy. But, anyways, um, who else? I mean, Marco Rosa is going to Dortmund now, which is, like, hilarious. Because he, like, he came into Mönchengladbach saying, like, oh, I'm gonna, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a big part of this club now, and I'm gonna help this club reach new heights and all this, blah, blah, blah. And then halfway through the season, he gets signed yeah. to Dortmund. Well, he's. I think it's a good move for Dortmund. I I think so too. Like, yeah, I think he's a good yeah. manager. So, um, let's uh, 
Who else? Who else? I mean, wow. Like, uh, in the Premier League, again, like, who does Tottenham bring in? Um, the, the whole situation with, like, um, I mean, in the Bundesliga, too, you've got, like, uh, basically, all the managers are shifting around, really. Like, I think, I think you've had the Frankfurt yeah. boss leave for, leave for, uh, Mönchengladbach, and then you've had, you've had them basically all, yeah. like, shift down to the, the next club up, essentially. It's been so strange. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, should we? Yeah. Um, yes. Finish up a little wrap-up on Canadian, Canadian yeah. football, and then we'll call, yeah. call it so, down here. Yeah. Um, what we want to do every time we do this podcast, because obviously we're Canadian, we want to, you know, chat a little about little, chat a little bit about our side of the sport. So, uh, yeah, uh, Canada Watch. I don't know, what work in progress name. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Again, uh, this is pretty old news, but shout out to Jonathan David, uh, our new Canadian hero, winning league one for, for for all of us really. So. Yeah, um, he's been yeah. fantastic for the season too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Eric, I know there's there's a certain Canadian player you like to keep your eyes on. Plays for uh, the Whitecaps. Do oh, you like to uh, give a shout out Michael to him? Ball, BC Mo. Yeah, um, homegrown Vancouverite. Good to see, just like a young young midfielder. Um, just continues to grow and, and grow and get better. Um, just, just great to see, like, homegrown Canadian talent that's, that's, that's turning into something, you know. Um, other players, Damiano, Pasil, yeah. um, it's just, it's cool to see Canada become more of a, a football-oriented, orientated country and watch their national teams, women's, women's national team as well, um, just grow and get stronger. And with the Canadian Premier League and everything, just um, just see see how the how the sport of football is inv- advancing in Canada. Obviously, like Alfonso Davies um, at Bayern, you know he's become he's become somewhat of a Canadian legend and um, so, sort of our our golden boy along with Jonathan David, our two golden boys yeah. tearing it up in Europe for us and. Just bringing it, bringing the sport to Canada and getting people here really excited about it. So it's great to see. Yeah, I mean the infrastructure is getting so much better. The Canadian Premier League, like, while it's not the yeah. while it's not you know the top quality league, it's what three three years old now at this point. They're yeah. going into their third season, so you know, it's still financed yeah. late. But the fact is, we didn't have a league. We didn't have the top top professional league for a while yeah. so the fact is we don't have to rely yeah. on the mls for you know yeah, yeah which is yeah. which is good and i i would love to see one day that yeah. you know maybe the white caps or whatever and all of the other canadian mls teams eventually move into the canadian premier league yeah yeah because yeah. you've had you've had some of those canadian premier league teams were in the nasl so the the second american league they were in those leagues and and they moved out okay. into the Canadian Premier League. I think Edmonton FC was. So um no, we love to see it. Okay. We love to see it cuz you know, you can't expect to get yeah. better without having the infrastructure. So yeah. Um and right now I think Canada is in the 
uh, they're in the second round of World Cup qualifiers. I think they're 1-0 up against Haiti right now. So um, there's two legs, over two legs. So best of luck to our boys for the second round. Um, Absolutely. Um, yeah. And then it's the third leg. Uh, and then I think they go into a table. And then if they finish high enough on that table, they qualify for the next World Cup. So over the next couple months, they're going to be figuring that out. So uh, that's the goal. That's the goal. Nothing yep. else. Uh, I think, you know, the goal should be, you know, qualify for the World Cup. We we should definitely... I, yeah, like, I won't, I'm not expecting Canada to, but it would be amazing if they did. It would be so amazing if they did. Yeah. Because it's such a, such a huge yep. boost to the, the football community here in Canada. Yeah. And for our, our viewers who don't know Canadian football all that well... We've qualified for one World Cup. I think that was in '86. Didn't win any games. Scored zero goals, and and I think we <laughs> qualified on like a technicality. So um, we didn't even really earn our way there. So yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I don't care. You know, if we do qualify for the World Cup, I don't care whether we score a goal or win a game. You know, I, obviously, yes, I'd like to score a goal, but um, just getting you know, there I'm not, would be amazing. just getting there. Just getting there proves that the process has been so much better. Because with the U.S. who are building up to something better, at least they started with like a mid mid level team, and now they're actually getting somewhere higher. So the fact is, from Canada, we're coming yeah. we're coming very low on the from the rankings. bottom. Yeah, we're yeah. basically working our way from the bottom yeah. up, and you know uh, the the sports massive in Canada though. It's getting big. It's getting very big. Yeah, it, it really is. Like, I think yeah. more people are appreciating it, and obviously, the be- the better Canada yeah. do in these tournaments, the more people are going to look at Canada for football. And it's just going to, you know, the cycle just keeps, yeah. you know, renewing itself. Oh, it, no, it's it's growing a lot here. Like, there's, there's so much opportunity for young kids to play on, like, youth teams that are, like, pretty good in leagues that are getting yeah. really, like, a lot better. Yeah, and... and and that's where it starts. So. That's where it starts. So, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we should probably leave it off there. Uh, it's been good chatting yeah. with you boys. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. To our folks at home, uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, if you're listening to this on our YouTube channel, hit subscribe if you want. Don't subscribe if you don't want. Um, yeah. Uh, share about if you liked. Um, yeah. Uh, so, leave a leave comment a, for anything comments, we can yes. do better. Criticisms, uh, yes, we, anything. we appreciate your, your constructive voice. criticism. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, boys. Should we should we let them off? Yeah. Uh, thanks for listening and yep. take care and be sure to follow us on Instagram as well. Yes. Uh, All right. We'll put the put the um, our Instagram somewhere here. So. Yes. Um, Take care and hope to see you next week. See you, folks. See you later. Bye. See you, guys.